This is Bentley Manning. And this is Kellen Day. This is an experiment to see what happens when church gets canceled. And we find new ways to connect. This is... This is... This is... Empty Pews. Hey everyone, this is Bentley Manning coming to you from the Church of the Incarnation. It's wonderful to be with you on this podcast. Hey everybody, it's Kellen. Um, I'm just wondering if we could have waited to start this podcast until you finished your banana. Well listen, everything's a little bit last minute this week. It's uh, obviously this podcast is coming out a bit late. Um, and so why not eat a banana while we're making it since it's all kind of being thrown together at the last minute. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a, a wild week. We got the remnants of Hurricane Ida. It was super rainy earlier this week. And now it is, you said this morning, is this a perfect day? Question mark. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, of course, we know like kind of big picture. It's not a perfect day. But just in, just in terms of the weather, is there anything that you would change or modify about this day that would make it better? Not so far. Right. So I think it is the perfect day. <laughs> How are you going to spend your this perfect day? Well, I'm in the office at the moment. I'll probably try to get outside. I'm, you, you know that I'll walk across the street some to see the construction. Yeah, just like once or twice yeah. or 30 times a day. That's an exaggeration. <laughs> but I will get out there. I'm thinking about going paddling uh, this afternoon, but I might go tomorrow. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. You could go both days. Well, uh, maybe. I'm getting a bit older, Kellen, and I've noticed that if I go two days in a row, it's just it's just hard. It's just hard, you know? Oh. But I could I could go both like days. Like you get creaky? Yeah. Or tired just, or like describe to me how it's how it gets hard. Uh you know like when you've gone on a long hike and your legs don't work anymore? Yes. Like kind of muscle failure. Uh-huh. That's what it is. But like not in your legs because you don't really do no, much with shoulders. your legs. Like in my shoulders and chest. Huh. You just like can't do it anymore. I can. It's just not very powerful. I got it. Got it. Anyway, I but I, I certainly want to get outside both of these days. But it, it's going to be like this for the next week. I know. It's looking just incredible. I feel if anyone's listening and they're like in, you know, Texas right now. I don't know what to say. Stop it's, listening. <laughs> yeah. Turn it off. You can ignore it's us. It's not always like this in Highlands, but it is right now and it's worth yeah, celebrating. Yeah, come back and listen when we're in February and we're like just being whiny babies about the That's weather. Right. That's right. <laughs> World's alive and I remember now All the color I forgot about Sky blue as far as I can see And not a worry to be found yeah, I remember now. It's a new day. It's a new light. Feel the wind change. Feel the sunlight. And tomorrow's brighter than it's ever been before. Winter came and now it's gone away. It's a new day. So I don't know if you've told our podcast fam, um, 
about your sort of fondness or appreciation for all of the humans who are over on the other side of the street. They obviously know that you are like really interested in the building and the aesthetic, you know, developments that are taking place, but you all should know that Bentley's made like friends with all of these contract workers and subcontractors and he just like goes over and hangs with his buds for a little while while he's getting a lot of work done. Yeah. I'm not trying to say you're slacking. I'm just trying to like tell people that you have developed this sweet relationship. Yeah, I mean, I that's probably true. I don't know if I'd describe it as a sweet relationship. <laughs> I certainly don't think they would. That is from the outside. Yeah, but I, no, those guys over there are a lot of fun. Um, and half of them are Spanish speakers, so it's a good chance for me to kind of brush off some of my language skills um, and connect with some folks over there. And, you know, they're, it, it's a fun group. It's a very, I mean, I, I don't know that, I, I know their job is stressful and their work is stressful. Uh, and like everyone else, they're on, you know, timelines. I hope they know that. <laughs> there's, you know, there's <laughs> scheduling concerns and all those kinds of things that, that make a job stressful. But, but they're a lot of fun to spend time with, um, most of them. So I, I'm over there uh, checking in with folks. and Yeah, I I think I feel a little bit on the outside of that, right? There's a bunch of guys over there who are doing all sorts of things, and, and you go in and check, and it's very easygoing and jovial and natural. And then when I come into the room, it's like everyone goes real quiet, and they sort of address me <laughs> with a title. It's very formal. It's a very sort of... Uh, um, different feel to the room, which which is okay. I'm I'm glad that you have this new crew of friends, Bentley, and it's it's okay that I'm not on the inside of that. I don't necessarily want to be. So, <laughs> all right, Kellen. Maybe in a totally different uh, sphere, but about folks you're spending some time with. You were just on the phone the other day with a professor from Swanee, uh, a preaching professor. I was, yeah, in a meeting. It's because you're going to be leading a workshop, a class at the alumni lectures this year, which is, uh, I'll just say, what a great honor that they'd ask you uh, to do that. Yeah, it is an honor, and I'm leading a class with Dr. David Stark, um, and it's just a couple hours. It's not a huge time investment or anything, but I'm really looking forward to it. You know, in parish ministry, as we've said before, we are kind of generalists. We do a lot of things, um, and it is it is a gift to me um, and my brain to be able to kind of go deep on uh, on one subject level, right? Just to sort of focus and um, spend some time there for a little while. And that one subject level for this class is. Um, well, it's a continuation of some of the work I've done before at Sewanee, which is talking about Confederate symbols and Episcopal parishes and surrounding communities. And um, so I'm doing kind of a little bit of what I've done before, though I'm adding some sections about, you know, theology of history and a theology of memory and why this work is even important to begin with. And then David is joining me so that he can talk about the importance of um, preaching and dialoguing in your congregation and how to do that well and how to keep people's ears open um, 
So, yeah, I think the the pairing will hopefully go really well together. Well, if you're listening and you don't know about this, there are literally three classes. There's a class with the Reverend Julia Gada, a class with Dr. Rob McSwain. Julia Gada is also a PhD. So the two of them have two classes. And then Kellen Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little funny. <laughs> so and, and you said I couldn't go to that your class. Yes, you're banned from my class. I it's think true. I've signed up for Rob McSwain's class. That makes sense. Uh, which is about the saints as witnesses um, to God's uh, presence and um, God's existence. I kind of want to go to that class. So you need to go so you can tell me about it. I'll take notes. Okay, great. you are our preacher this coming Sunday Um, and so I'll summarize the gospel text which is from Mark 7 and it comes to us in two pieces Um, the first piece I'm just going to remind you what it is which is um, this interaction between a Gentile Syrophoenician woman and um, Jesus and it's sort of this strange and kind of tough encounter um, but the second part of this gospel text is that um, of a healing of a deaf man who also had a speech impediment. And um, Jesus famously, you know, sort of looks to heaven and um, says in Greek, uh, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened and his tongue was released and um, he was healed. And those who were witnesses of this were astounded beyond measure. So um, that's our (laughs) gospel text for this coming week. Bentley, what are you thinking about it? Listen, one of the uh, really what I'm thinking about it is just the powerful image of Christ coming and kind of opening up, unlocking those things which were once shut off or closed. Um, and it might kind of feel like distant, removed. Wouldn't it be nice if Jesus was walking around and could just put his hands uh, into our ears and open them up um, or onto our mouths and allow the mute to speak, but I can't help but wonder about all the things in our lives that are kind of locked, shut, um, closed, um, closed up, and in need of God's touch uh, so that we might be a bit more fully alive. Um, that's that's really what I'm thinking about, um, I, and I don't know the particulars yet, but I but I do know that just kind of going through life, going, uh, the human, uh, experience is one where lots of parts of our hearts and our lives can be, uh, closed off to God's grace, uh, closed off to other people. And I think that this gospel reading is inviting us, uh, to consider the possibility that God might come near. And if we're open to it, um, willing and ready uh, for God's presence in our lives, that God is ready and willing to open up 
uh, things which were maybe closed off, locked up. Um, and that's really good news. I like your framing of healing, um, which this is a story of a healing as a, an opening up, right? As a, sort of has this liberating um, undertone to it. You didn't use the word liberation, but um, I do think in our context, healing can feel or seem really mysterious or unknown. It's right. We talk about this all the time. It's different than a cure. And so it can seem, uh, yeah, just like below the surface. But I do think that healing comes in ways that opens us up, um, that expands our worlds, our perspective, our hearts. And, um, and that is usually, usually comes as a gift, right? It doesn't come because like we work our way into some sort of healing, but it is a, is a gift given from God that, yeah, just like, opens us up. It's a great, it's a great verb for it. It's a great experience or description of the experience of what healing can feel like and be like for somebody. Kellen, I think you're absolutely right about uh, healing being a gift. Um, But I, and I also think that this gospel reading invites us to ask for, pray for uh, that gift Uh, And so maybe one of the things um, I'm being called to think about as I prepare for Sunday or as I think about this gospel reading in my own life, um, again, maybe like, what are those parts of my life that are in need of that gift? And why not uh, find Christ and ask ask for that healing? Uh, Very much like the figure in today's gospel reading. Uh, That might be the first step uh, towards some healing is to be able to identify those places in need of God's gift of healing and grace. Here's a blessing from Jan Richardson. It's called The Healing That Comes. I know how long you have been waiting for your story to take a different turn. 
how far you have gone in search of what will mend you and make you whole. I bear no remedy, no cure, no miracle for the easing of your pain. But I know the medicine that lives in a story that has been broken open. I know the healing that comes in ceasing to hide ourselves away with fingers clutched around the fragments we think are none but ours. See how they fit together, these shards we have been carrying, how in their meeting they make a way we could not find alone. Friends, it was wonderful to be with you on this podcast. A couple of quick announcements before we sign off. Uh, The first is that I want you to be aware of is that we're starting back up in-person Bible study. We will be looking at 1 Timothy. Our first meeting will be here in the temporary office space, September the 7th, which is a Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Please uh, consider uh, letting us know uh, through email or a phone call if you'll be joining uh, us for that Bible study. We want to make sure we have space for you. We've already uh, heard back from uh, more than a handful of folks uh, ready to be with us for the Bible study. So if you haven't been part of this before, encourage you to join us. It's a wonderful time together to explore uh, the riches of, of Scripture. If we don't see you at that Bible study, we'd love to see you at worship, 8 o'clock, 9.30 and 11 every Sunday. In the meantime, know that we love you. We miss you. God's peace. <laughs>